Day three, having come in my world. What a weekend it has been. I trust the Lord has downloaded many things into your heart. And I pray you've realized your place as a daughter of Christ, positioned yourself to better hear his voice, and steadied yourself to continue to walk in his love. I pray that you grow settled in your seat of authority and in the spirit of adoption, learning to cry out, Abba, Father, in your time of need. I pray that you are perfected in love and that you allow that love to drive away any and all fears which have enslaved you to yesterday's shame and trauma in Jesus' name. As we close out our Rise Conference weekend together, I'd like to encapsulate the entire weekend by returning to where we started, Heaven's Dinner Party. Humor me as I invite you back to the celestial banquet table that we created in our imagination on day one. Let's go back to that scene. Hear the symphony of violins stringing just as I am, taking the smell of fresh bread, glory to God in the highest. Hear the soft clinking of gold dinnerware. See the dainty place card in front of your face that is embroidered with your name, correctly spelled, even the hard names. Feel your white linen robe dress that softly drapes your skin, handmade by Christ himself. Sense the laughter and the stories being told around you. Embrace the feeling of belonging here as you see heaven adorned and the glory of Jesus on display. Okay, hopefully you are there. Hopefully you can see this because what's about to happen now is important. Look next to you. Who are you seated beside? Where are you in proximity to Jesus? If you're like me, you probably envision yourself at the bottom of the table next to the weird people. You were overwhelmed with gratitude that there was even a spot with your name on it. But sister, that is not how this story goes. Remember, I created this imagery so I get to guide the storyline. No, darling, you are not at the end of the table. Open your eyes and look. You are seated right beside Jesus. Ephesians 2.6 says that God seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This isn't a stale, unfamiliar dinner party where you are the awkward outsider. This is home. You are right where you belong. But we aren't quite finished. I have one more vitally important question to ask you about what you imagine here at Heaven's Banquet. Listen for a moment. What is the conversation about at God's party? This is a pretty significant question. Don't get me wrong, I love food and ambiance, but a dinner party without good conversation is just a waste. This weekend, you learn to discern the voice of God. So what is being said? Absolutely, resolutely, I believe that Christ begins the conversation with his love for us. He listens to our hearts, takes sincere interest and delight in what burdens and excites us. Oh, I'm quite certain that Jesus spends a good deal of the dinner party hearing us, asking questions, and even making us laugh. But as the dinner is brought to completion, once the coffee and dessert have been polished off and the symphony is playing their last chorus, I want to challenge you to be unsatisfied with ending the conversation here. Linger for a moment in the lull. Realize with me that in all the excitement, we have almost forgotten to ask the Lord what is on his heart, besides us, of course. Have the courage to stay at the table and hear yourself say to him, Jesus, you've honored me so much. You've shown such interest in my heart. Now I want to know yours. Suddenly, the whole room leans in. Every other conversation quiets, and every eye watches and waits for the glorious dinner host to respond. He is quiet, and his gaze is fixed. His eyes of love notice something you hadn't. 
sitting in front of you, an empty chair. As this beautiful king stares at that empty chair, your heart is stirred. You see a place card there and squint to see the embroidered name. That's when you realize, I know her. With eyes drawn back to his and equal concern found on your face, he says, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the field. Luke 10, 2. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. Luke 19, 10. Immediately your mind remembers Isaiah 6, 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? So you speak up as Isaiah did. Here am I, Lord, send me. This is not just an emotional, imaginary story meant to give you all the feels. I took you to this place to help you understand the heart of heaven. Yes, God's heart is absolutely for you. But too often, we stop there. Too often, we enjoy the meal and the love and the new dress, but remain content to bring leftovers home for those who didn't get to experience it for themselves. But what if we respond to God's interest in our hearts by showing interest in His? In Luke 14, 21b through 23, Jesus tells a parable about a banquet being thrown. Listen to what his heart is saying as you read these red letter words. Go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, the lame. And after the servant had done this, he reported, there's still room for more. So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone you find to come so that the house will be full. What does God care about? Broken humanity. Your neighbor, your sister, your coworker, your friend. How tragic if we keep this invitation a secret when so many are hurting. Friend, please understand that you have rights and privileges not only to attend this banquet, but to also bring others. It's his heart. It's what moves him. He leaves the 99 for the one. Do you? Who is God placing on your heart right now? What was the name on the card when you read that part of the story? She came to mind because she is God's beloved. She and many more in your life need to know about his love. Romans 10, 14 says, But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? Darling, perhaps that someone is you. You see, heaven comes into our lives when we bring it into our lives. Purpose in your heart not to keep Christ to yourself. He's too wonderful not to share. My prayer is that his kingdom come, his will be done in your world as it is in heaven. Daughter of Jesus, never underestimate the sacredness of one holy conversation, one casual life group, or one simple prayer. I read somewhere that the gospel comes with house keys. I love that. The kingdom of heaven is inviting you to participate in its story of redemption. The question is, who are you bringing to the table? Questions for reflection. Who is God putting on your heart that needs a seat at his table? Write her name down in a journal. Take a few minutes to pray for her. Commit to praying for her daily. Ask the Lord if he would have you to take practical steps toward reaching her or others that he has placed in your life. This could look like you inviting her to coffee, to your house to talk, to church, or to the Arise gathering that you attend. It may even look like you opening your own home and starting an Arise gathering with some of your mutual friends. We as a ministry would be honored to come alongside you to help you by answering questions and giving you all the resources that you need to do it.
Reach out to us on arisewomensconference.com if you want to start a group, need help, need prayer, or want to share your story. We desire to continue this walk with you.